Yeah, Mike, uh, what was the last extraordinary IPO? Like Snowflake, maybe? Um, where the big like, tech, where uh, it's like maybe oh, shit, the, like those guys made so much money. Yeah, I think they did. Every, well. Everything else is just like me. Hashi, Hashi Corp. Yeah, they came out right. They went public in the last year or so. The, 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 the stock's pretty far down from its IPO. Yeah, it's fucking down more than half. Yeah, yeah. So That's you can look at it as a success for Hashi, who fucking took a ton of money from their underwriters. It's true, right? Their, their maximum was ninety-one. They're trading at twenty-seven right now. Yeah, well, dude, that's that's one of those um, one of those companies, man. They got they have a they have a bunch of devs there who ideologically believe in open source, and they work for a company. So, like, <laughs> here's the rough, you know. <laughs> Welcome to Several People Are Typing. I'm Jim, and I'm joined by my co-host, Will, and our live listener slash chat commentator, Pete. How's it going, guys? It's good. I'm, I'm glad that we always have like 30% of our audience here with us live. <laughs> we get a nice little smiley sunglass guy. Okay. Thanks, Pete. I'm glad you're, glad you're listening in. We want to we wanna put it out to all listeners that if you want the exclusive experience of listening live, all you need to do is join a Zoom session at nine at 9 p.m on a sunday where we might not actually start recording for an hour and a half oh my god it's, it's 10 45 already it's 10 45 we're good it's a late one it's a late one um it's good that there's not a lot to talk about today yeah yeah not we lot, only have to talk for a month happening. here's what happened yeah. there's so much that happened um we can't think of any of it so so we're just gonna pick a couple quick stories and then we'll we'll be out i think and i don't think any of these are doom and gloom we're gonna you know we're not gonna do that yeah, we're we're just in the middle of like banks failing. Hey, no doom hey. and gloom at all. <laughs> Way to bury the lead. Okay, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about Silicon National uh, Silicon Valley Bank. So so uh, there was kind of a run on the bank. They uh, you know government had to come in and uh, like halt all. Uh, I think they they're public, right? They had to halt all trading. Um, yep. um, basically stop. Uh, uh, you know, kind of put like a big pause on the bank while they figure out what the hell they're gonna do, right? Um, and it's kind of a big deal because this bank is, I mean, there are, this isn't just like, uh, you know, uh, tons and tons and tons of, um, uh, startups, uh, have their money in this bank, right. They're actually kind of known for being hosting a ton of green kind of startups too. Right. I mean, there's a, t- uh, a lot of money's locked up there, right. They were very friendly to startups. Um, so a lot of startup money got tied up in, in SVB, um, largely because they would give out like really low interest loans to startups based on previous funding with the rider that if they were going to have a loan with them, they had to also do all of their banking with them as well. So you wound up like a startup would get, you know, a whole bunch of funding, need to put in a bank somewhere. The bank would then be like, cool, we'll also give you this like 24 month loan for, you know, X percentage of your funding round um, at these really great rates if you agree to do all of your banking with us and they did. And so a lot of startups have all of their capital in SVB. Or at least a significant enough where. Yeah. 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 And, and they're to your point, um, like their main banking, I don't know how to say main banking. That's probably a silly word to use, but uh, uh, a significant amount of like their banking is, is being done through, through them. Right. While they might have accounts in other places, it's like, th- that's the area where in theory, um, that that's our primary bank, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it, from what I understand, like it was the, it was part of the terms of their loan is like, you will use us. Got it. Got it. Um, 
like the the ten million dollars you just got from these guys to start your company will give you an additional two million dollars for twenty like on a twenty four month loan at like one percent interest, which is great. Um, but with the caveat that you have to put that ten million dollars in our bank. Right. Right. Um, I guess I haven't heard of. I don't know if this is a strategy of big banks. Is this kind of a novelish thing? Uh, I actually uh, don't actually know if this is a unique or maybe they were just really good at doing it in in the you know Silicon Valley kind of startup area. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea if it's a practice that's widespread. Um, it would kind of make sense that you know you'd give like favorable rates would come with terms, right? Sure, but, sure. Um, yeah, the the bank was known for being like largely catering to to Silicon Valley. Right. That's the, uh, I mean, the whole yeah. branding, everything is, is based around it. I get it. Uh, that called farmer's bank or something like that. Um, so yeah, so, so they, um, kind of said, oopsie, uh, we, <laughs> people trying to withdraw more than actually is here. We can't do this. <laughs> I, I think that's my favorite description I've heard of a bank run is oopsie. We <laughs> have oopsie, no money. An oopsie happened and they had to be like, no, 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 we can't actually uh, do this. And, um, you know, panic you know, ensued, not just on this bank, by the way, um, it started to, I think, ripple out somewhat, right. And certainly not, not, you know, certainly helped by, let's call it people who likely had a very big interest in, in getting their money out of, out of that bank. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's I, I think it's important to, to like take a step back and like, why did this happen um, to this bank specifically? Right. And it started a little bit with um, uh, Silvergate, uh, which, decided it was going to liquidate its assets a couple of weeks ago. But it turns out that this bank like bought a whole bunch of treasury bonds, which is a pretty safe investment, right? It's like, hey, we're going to just going to park a whole bunch of money in treasury bonds at a couple percentage points of of return over the course of, you know, a, t- a bunch of years. And that's great, except they didn't hedge against what happens when interest rates rise. And like this rising of interest rates devalues the treasury bonds that they have on hand in the sense that um, there's not a market for them right now because treasury bonds that are getting sold now are worth more. And so these treasury bonds that were issued at a low percentage. They didn't have an exit. Yeah, they didn't have an exit because that's kind of one of the benefits of a treasury bond. You can always just sell it off to someone else and say, this still has X amount of years with X amount of thing. Yeah. 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 So there's always value. You can always, you can always make that, um, that asset uh, asset into a, a liquid asset. Um, so interest rates made that less valuable and made it so that they had to take a loss on those bonds if they sold them before they matured. Um, and combine that with the fact that they catered to startups and VC funding has largely dried up. So they weren't getting the influx of deposits that they had been. So th- these this bank had grown in the last like two years from like 90 billion dollars in deposits to like 170 billion dollars of deposits like just massively grew in the last few years and that's because money was really cheap and vcs were spending a lot of money so they had a whole bunch of new startups dumping all of their funds into svb and so since vcs weren't funding many companies there wasn't a lot of dollars being deposited in combine that with the fact that they had like all of these um these treasury bonds that they couldn't liquidate and companies needing the cash that they actually have because they can't get more of it, um, you know, caused them to have a, uh, a shortfall in cash on hand. So now, it's like this, sorry, go ahead. Well, so, so, I mean, unless I'm missing something, let's say they didn't throw a, three, a single dollar into bonds, which I, I think would be dumb. But let's say they didn't throw a single dollar into bonds and they just literally held onto it. This mm-hmm. would have been an issue, right? This no, is that, they, 
they, they would have had to just, this is all because they threw a million dollars into bonds. Um, and a year later, they couldn't get the million out. Correct. They could only get not like even a profit. They could only like get the they could only get eight hundred k out. Um, so they tried to sell like three billion dollars worth of bonds. Um, they, they tried to sell a whole bunch of bonds. They took like a two billion dollar hit on those bonds. Um, they also tried to get another funding round, uh, like another stock off, uh, um, another uh, stock offering, and the optics of both of those things happening very quickly with not a ton of communication from the actual bank um led people to be like oh this bank is insolvent we need to get our money out right now so the bank would have been fine if people didn't run on it right that's how they work right yeah, as long exactly. as like like they they weren't doing the i've invested 50x somewhere else and and there's no money they just needed a little bit of time <laughs> yeah yeah if all of their assets are worth in given enough years right right more money Right. than they needed um it just turns out that like this the optics of insolvency caused 42 billion dollars to be withdrawn from the bank on thursday holy crap yeah so that was a problem for them because 57 i think 57 percent of their assets were tied up in like mortgage-backed securities and and treasury bonds right so on paper um at a high level nothing looks terrible right now maybe I remember reading something that Trump loosened, and and I say Trump loosened, but I don't think Biden retightened. So so I think maybe that goes both ways. But Trump loosened some of the like stress testing you can do on banks, and I think there's some yeah. arguments that said they've put themselves knowingly or unknowingly in a kind of a precarious position, even though they're technically in the lines of you know what what banks should be allowed to do, right? Yeah. So the criticism that you can make against like the the people who run the bank, right, is that they didn't hedge against what happens if interest rates go up. Right. Right. You like, there's a reason that huge banks have very diverse portfolios of investment. And one, it's because they're stress tested, right? Cause they're, they're going to like, what happens if there's a shock to any of these individual um, like assets? Can you deal with that? Um, but it's also a hedge against, you know, any one of them going sour. Well, isn't, isn't there a direct relation between VC money and interest rates? Yeah. I mean, the lower the interest rate, the the more VC money is. Right. There is out so, there. like, you know, you know what you said before, and I know you're only saying it's one thing now, but it really is only one thing. It's not like, oh, but these two unrelated things hit at the same time. It's like, no, they're, they're directly related. If yeah. interest rates go up, VC money goes down. Your entire business model is going after uh, shops that just got money from VCs. Like, it's basically just if interest rates go up, what do you do? And I don't, uh, um, uh, you know, so it is just that, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that was what happened to them. Like it was, it was an old school 1930s bank run. Jeez. And do you think, not that obviously, cause we're not experts on fucking anything, but do you think like, like the right PR move could have saved this from them? Does that, does that, is there anywhere in your gut that says like, if they were just came out and said, Hey guys, we hit this thing, there's no problem with money in the bank, but like, you know, uh, don't all try my, and pull money out of the same. Like you can't say yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're strong my, bank. We're, we're this, we're that. Like, like. Do you think they could have gotten ahead of it? Yeah, my my gut says, my gut says yes. Like key calls to the big people in their bank that says, do not withdraw this money. You're seeing this here. Like I'm going to open up. I'm going to tell you. I don't think your PR strategy can involve, please don't withdraw money at all. (laughs) Well, not, no, but I don't think it's withdrawing money. I think it's, I'm going to withdraw. I don't think you're allowed to say that. Right. (laughs) Do not withdraw money. Right. But 
you know, is there a world I wonder where like the CEO could have called these places that have billions and say, hey, look, our company's fine. Here's a situation. I'll, I'll I'll be more transparent with you. You know, I I I you know, but it's kind of a hard thing, right? Because if you're the other company, you're like, so what? Don't what, pull yeah. when other people are going to pull. Therefore, I have it's like prisoner's dilemma kind of shit. Yeah, right. It, it's very much pr- prisoner's dilemma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that the communication, the the proper communication strategy would be explaining, like not calling anybody and saying like, Hey, we're hitting a speed bump. I think it's like putting out statements saying like, here is explicitly what we're doing, why we are doing it. Right. right? Like it was the unknown that you is, think caused yeah, the, the, exactly. The, yeah. Like the, all they did was that like they're, they filed the right documents, everything. And like, if you dug through all of the documents that like, it all made sense. It's just that people are just seeing like, well, why are they selling these things at a $2 billion loss? And one day later, they're trying for, to do another offering. They're going for another offering. Like I can put yeah. these things together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and if you if you just explain them, maybe you could have like saved your bank. I wonder in but, a in a post two thousand eight post you know Sam Bankman freed world. If like people are just not like I don't you know what I mean. You see these things where it's like everything screams stability. From the outside when you don't see anything and then all of a sudden it's just gone and yeah. and you know it's just people have this kind of like you know do you think i i wonder if this could have even have happened before 2008 you know what i mean um yeah i don't know right I mean, I, I, because we weren't alive during the 1930s i don't know what those <laughs> bank runs look like right where it's like you know where it's like i go to the, i go to my yeah. bank and there's a there's a sign in the door that's like sorry we're closed for you know forever <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no money left um yeah I don't, I don't know if if it's one of those things that there were there would have been more signs whereas this is all just very sudden it feels to me like the the bank run moment is always going to be very sudden where everybody realizes kind of at the same time like we have to get our money out because the only time that you feel like you have to get your money out is when you have to get your money out <laughs> not as not a, not, not the day yeah, before like, exactly yeah. right yeah. right um, right right yeah. Uh, there, there's like, there's a, the, you know, there's a steady, uh, flow of, of clean drinking water coming down from the mountain until there isn't. And then it's like, grab your buckets and store like, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one cares until there's a problem. I, I, you know, it makes me think like, I wonder if, um, uh, so let's talk about the government's doing, forget it. I, I'm off. I'm off on a world. Uh, the government announced that. Well, I, I think there's one, one other thing that's, that's worth touching on there sure. is that there were a lot of people who knew before, and it was the VCs that had like inside tracks to some of this information so do you so, think they, like, do you think the literal thing i said they should probably do to get ahead of it is what they did and they're like yeah 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 got it and then they called their guy and they're like <laughs> yeah, okay I mean, so we're gonna may, blow maybe. our money now because yeah, that exactly. guy's an idiot <laughs> he should never yeah, have told like, me <laughs> yeah like peter thiel's founders fund got all of their money out on wednesday and thursday like they were they were among the first to to know like hey it's time to get out um so like a lot of vcs were telling just their portfolio of companies to get out um so like this isn't insider trading but it doesn't feel great it yeah it feels like you shouldn't have known that information right it should it you shouldn't be allowed to know right but like what are you going to prosecute them for withdrawing yeah. money they have it's like well no but like there's something well, off i mean, about i this. don't know They're like selling <laughs> stock that you have is kind of the same isn't it hey I guess. I mean, I guess, feels... I guess in that sense, it's a little bit more of a crime because you're like you're selling it to somebody, right? So you you know you're defrauding them, right? Right. Um, right. But if you know 
the money's about to drop to zero. Like, yeah, you are. I don't know. That's a much harder stretch. Like, I don't see how you do that. I don't see how you have to grab, go after anyone who had uh, prior knowledge from withdrawing outside of maybe the people who um, own the bank. I feel like yeah. I feel like there should be something there for that. If like they yeah. had their own private yeah, money in there, that feels worse. Yeah. It's it's but yeah, but it still feels bad regardless that yeah. like these people who just happen to be, you know, high up VCs. Right. They were on the short prolific VCs. Yeah. They, they got the calls first. Right. Right. It's clear who like, got I the calls. I don't, who did. Yeah. I don't think they were looking at these filings and like put it together themselves. Right. right. It's like whispers through the industry, maybe. And then, you know, that happens on Wednesday and then Thursday, they're like, everybody get the fuck out. And 42, $42 billion gets withdrawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, I don't know how you solve, I don't know how you solve that problem. Um, so interesting. And we'll, we'll, this kind of segues into like what the government is doing. Um, Thomas Massey, I guess, a congressman in California, um, got a briefing from the Treasury Department and the FDIC. And one of the questions that was asked is like, is there a way to censor um, social media to prevent bank runs? Like, is that worth exploring? Well, that's pretty interesting. Maybe I'll take that one step further. Would the right um, in all of this, the government is killing free speech. Would they be for or against this? It feels like they would be against that. Really? I feel like they'd be for it. Interesting. Why? Because they want they don't want these banks to get run on. Um, I think that the right largely does not care at all. And in fact, is like experiencing a large amount of schadenfreude that the Silicon Valley elite bank is the one that went under and absolutely like wants that to happen. You think that somehow this is a this is seen as a left bank? Yeah, absolutely. It's like a it's the coastal it's like the coastal tech elite. Bank. But like Peter Thiel is not some like no, advocate yeah, of the Pe left. No, Peter Thiel is a libertarian asshole. Yeah. But like I, what I'm saying is you're saying the right. Yeah. I think like Peter Thiel, who has a vested interest in this bank not going under, right? Yeah. Or at least getting his money out first um, would be okay with it. I don't think, you know, Joe Bumblefuck in Arkansas gives a shit about this bank going under and is in fact probably pretty happy about it. I don't know. Twitter's Twitter's been normally accessible, and this is no different. That's that's. I've seen, that's a, I've, I've seen a lot of like just straight up like this is Schadenfreude comments. Interesting. So I the, the libertarian tech bros are all like bailout, 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 right? Like that's kind yeah. of and they're and they're fine saying that while at the same time being like, why the hell do we have government in the first place? Um, well, yeah. I mean, we can we can talk about what the government's doing because I think it it directly involves. Oh right, the, we didn't uh, say yet. Um, yeah. So the Biden administration announced Sunday night that all depositors at the failed bank would have access to all their money on Monday morning. Bank uh, sub is plural now. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. There's signature bank. Signature well. bank. Signature bank. Receivership. Right. Um, signature bank uh, of New York, which will regulators close on Sunday to unease financial specter spread. Uh, yes. So I'm sorry. Their signature as well. Silicon was like the big one, but I feel like this was one that kind of a little bit more under the covers. But yes, both of them. Yeah, so Silicon is massive. Like that's something that we didn't mention. Silicon is an enormous bank. It's 178 billion, 177 billion in deposits, something like that. Like 200 billion in assets. Um, yeah, it is huge. So Signature flew a little bit less, uh, you know, under the radar, but certainly was part of this. Um, and Silicon uh, Signature um, catered largely to like the crypto startup space. Uh, I'm sorry, are we saying that what happened to Silicon caused? Signature mm -hmm. in okay. part and Silvergate as well, like caused yeah. both of this to be. So 
they're not just doing the FDIC 250,000. They are, they are arguing, we are going to make sure everyone gets their money. And this is to, I guess, that whole idea of stop the social contagion of everyone start pulling money everywhere, which let's be clear, would be a terrible thing that happened if everyone just went to the bank and just started pulling money out. Like, you know, yeah. it, it that's a bad thing. I get that. Um, um, it's interesting though, because I don't think it's necessarily the wrong move, but I do wonder if um, like FDIC insurance seems to be like, this is FDIC plus under the covers, wink, wink for everything. Right. Um, why, ha- why have a $250,000? Right. <laughs> What is that? What is, you might lose more than this. Clearly, <laughs> clearly that's, um, you know, I, I guess obviously, and, I, and I'm sure you would agree, like, why don't we just make it so all deposits are always covered and then just demand more from banks as part of regulation, right? Like, yeah. So, so the FDIC is paid, like is funded via the banks, right? So that's the FDIC is not a taxpayer funded thing. It's funded via bank fees, right? Um, so like, yeah, you could do the, like, let's insure all of it and the bank should just have to pay higher fees in order to cover that insurance. And like, I mean, okay, to some extent, I'm fine with that. Well, imagine a levels. Imagine if it was like, yeah, we'll insure up to 10 million. We'll insure up to a hundred billion. But like, here are like the things that come with these. And like a bank saying, I have like a 10 billion insurance. Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that is what, it'd be interesting if that's a future world where people come to expect that. Not just, oh, you're a big bank. Like, oh, you bought this insurance. So I guess we're fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I think that there is something like clean about the FDIC. Just it's here's what the FDIC covers. That is one thing it is designed. It is not designed for small businesses to, to protect their uh, business accounts, their commercial accounts. It's designed for like normal people, the overwhelming majority of whom do not have more than $250,000 in the bank um, to not be completely wiped out like they were in the thirties. But if they're going to do this, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then why, why did you have it to begin with? If this is what you're going to do. I mean, I right. think this is a little bit of a unique situation in the sense that the bank wasn't insolvent. It just didn't have enough cash on hand. Right. right. And so the government, it's pretty easy for the government to be like, all right, well, we'll just hold on to the shit and we can wait for it to mature. Right. We have the money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can, we can, we can manage this. Yeah. And it's not going to cost us anything and we can make everybody whole. Right. So in that regard, so it's, it's kind of a no brainer to do it. Right. Yeah. It feels like it would be like it is causing, it is, it is causing the least amount of harm to do this. Yeah. Right. By quite a bit. It's, it's one of those things where it's, um, Hello? it's obviously the right choice. Can you guys hear me? Yes, Brian. We can hear you. Hey, Brian. Brian just joined. Hey guys. So anyways, we'll keep going. Do you want to restart the episode? <laughs> 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 Brian, we're talking about the Silicon Valley bank. And all that cra- craziness that just happened. Uh, we're yeah. just we're getting to the end of it, but that's where we're at right now. Um, and Will was just explaining why the government did it and why it it's a pretty logical move that doesn't seem to have a whole lot of downsides in this very specific use case. Yeah, it, it's it seems like the the fundamentally right choice, even if I worry about the precedent that it sets. I, I think that the government needs to explain why they were allowed to do it this time. Like get out in front and and yeah. say and and say like we might not be able to do this in the future. Right. If banks do bad practices, this will not apply to them. This applies because as far as we can tell, everything here seems relatively good faith. There doesn't seem to be a whole lot of uh, corruption or or like nefarious intent. They just, they they may be a little too, um, they, they didn't hedge in the way that they probably should have, but like, um, it's not like the assets were not there, right? To your point, if they just hold on to these bonds, they're fine. Like the money is there. 
It's just they just needed to not sell it. And the only reason they were forced to sell it was to, to pay it. But like if they if they didn't start to pay those that initial deposit back, like there, there's literally no loss at all. Right. Um, yeah, exactly. And what's also crazy is I don't I mean, you know, our government literally this comp this this bank went under and Monday morning, it's gonna all be that's insane. That's insane. The, How do yeah, they I don't know if, I don't know if you saw the thing that I posted in Slack about but, like just how brutally efficient the FDIC is. Yeah, what is um, that? Where's like but, how can you be like government's a bunch of red tape? Really? Because you know, they can be yeah. they can that, that is I I I don't I don't know how other countries, but like you you cannot react any faster than that. Yeah. So like my understanding is Wednesday the FDIC was like aware of this and like started the ball kind of rolling in the background on how to deal with it. Um, and then it was actually a little bit, I guess, unprecedented that they decided to like close the bank on Friday um, to prevent more of a bank run. Usually they wait till Friday afternoon. So they wait till like after business hours to like go in and be like, Hey guys, uh, <laughs> your bank doesn't exist anymore. Um, it's now in receivership. The federal government owns it. Um, so an interesting take that uh, one of the things about, SVB being so big is that like when you do this to like a small bank, so something that's like a billion dollars in deposits, it's called receivership. But when you do it to a bank that has $200 billion in, in assets and deposits, it's called nationalization. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the Where's the line, Will? Different. Where's the line? <laughs> well, what's the current... Stat, I mean, I'm, I'll listen to the episode from the beginning, uh, but like very briefly, what's the current, like what's going to happen Monday morning? People are going to have access to their bank accounts. Okay. But like the bank as a, as an entity is, is, is dissolved. Yeah. The bank as an entity will no longer continue being the bank. Right. So once people are able to like do what they need to do. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if they still found a buyer for it. And then it just gets transitioned into whatever that other bank is, you which is well, what they, which is what they normally do in these situations. They just find another bank to buy the other, to buy the the failed bank. And there was like another bank that also went under. Yeah, a Signature Bank went under signature, tonight. Right, and was that because they were those two were linked a lot or something? Um, signature was uh, f funded a lot of or or catered to like the crypto startup space, which, from my understanding, which is also you know having kind of the same broad issues as. Right the normal vc space like, i was wrong before will maybe a run on all the banks isn't such a bad idea <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah then you have you know all of the people who are have vested interests on social media screaming at the department you know the the fdic and do um, something now Kevin right yelling yeah. and you know and the government to like protect all of the investments because you're gonna like bankrupt all of these small businesses, yada yada yada. Um, and like they're causing, like you know, they're they're screaming about how if they don't do this, it will cause a bank run as a mechanism to get them to do that, which is like in their own best interest. I don't know. It all it all feels very self serving in a way that I don't. You don't like it. Just feels very for. like it, it feels like the. But think of the children when you want to do something that's harmful to people. It's like, uh, you just feel dirty to me. Um, it's like, I have this megaphone and I'm going to use it to tell people that they need, that the banking industry is insolvent right now, unless you do something. Because I want my money if back. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not going to do anything, then the banking system is insolvent and everybody should take their money out. Right. And like they're, they're just screaming but about. 
haven't crypto bros been yelling that as loud as they can for for years now yeah obviously that's the solution if we were just all in bitcoin then none of this would happen right right bitcoin would absolutely solve everything everywhere um would cure cancer all at once yeah um that, that movie better win fucking best picture that that might be my the best movie i've ever seen has it won a bunch of stuff already I, i'm not following the oscars so I'm, i hope so we we after we finished last of us uh Alina like scrolled around and, and bumped into like what's her face jamie michelle. lee curtis won. Oh, oh good for jamie lee curtis michelle yo should win um See, I can't. He, I can't remember. The, the husband. Is short yeah. I, I, yeah, he's yeah. short round. I, I can't remember his real <laughs> fucking that's name. Funny. I feel bad. <laughs> and, like honestly, I don't think that's, that's my fault. That's racist. No, it's not my fault. Well, yeah, the name is racist. Short round is definitely probably racist. Um, it, but okay, but that was his character's maybe, name. Maybe off the air. Can you explain why short round is racist? I, I it feel. Actually, if, I don't know. It feels racist. It, it probably is. Yeah. Um, it's in the it's in the time where any nickname to anyone who wasn't white was probably racist. Yeah. <laughs> clear. Yeah. Um, oh, so brother Coon was a problem. Just... <laughs> all right. Um, but yeah, also I feel like it's not my fault that that's all I know him as because he didn't act in Hollywood for like forty years. Yeah, I don't think he's. I don't. So, I think like, this is he, like like I know Michelle Yeoh's name. She's well, she's in like every main like every martial arts movie that like hits america basically has her in it or she's in like every that's, other that's one kind of, so. that's kind of true and the reason that he didn't act in hollywood is because he didn't want to play stereotypes <laughs> <laughs> everyone falls to the weight of the machine eventually i guess but but yeah. you know for a stereotypey kind of thing it was very non-stereotypey so but that guy that guy was phenomenal in that movie yeah he was really like the cast was the everything bagel is <laughs> movie's great fucking everything bagel should win i um i saw a review of it and I think it kind of like colored my eyes in a little bit that I was like, oh, this isn't going to be worth the hype. And then I saw it and I think I kind of had this like colored thing. And I'm like, wow, this is really good, but I guess it's not as good. And then like later I thought about it and then I, I rewatched it. I'm like, no, wait, this movie's actually incredible. I think these people just don't know that like, you know, there was a miss. You know what I mean? Um, and you know who, who kind of said it was kind of crap? Uh, Red Letter Media. Fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. I also I, hit honestly, it on The Last Jedi. So you know what? Did they? I actually never went back and watched that. But like in general, they tend to talk up movies in my opinion that a lot of people think are trash so i don't know if this is just their you know we're gonna be against it kind of thing right but they they don't they don't generally give that feel they generally just like to enjoy movies and then just talk about the ones that are really really trash and have fun with it but um yeah this it was a really good movie it was a really good movie um we should win all the awards they just rename the oscars the bagels every award all the awards all at once <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah uh, oscars are now three seconds long it's just a scroll of the winners but um okay so sorry i didn't mean to get off on a tangent here no we're fine i don't think you uh, this is this is not your doing getting off on tangents is fine Um, Uh, i'm i'm not gonna be up late all right brian thanks for coming in late and then announcing you're not gonna be here much longer really really appreciate the contribution to this podcast Sorry. Tonight, tonight was the last episode of Last of Us, so Helene and I had to to watch it and then talk about it before she went to bed. Yeah, you guys all talk about it's really good. I'm sure I'll watch it, um, but everyone says it's amazing, so I'm going to go watch it. Okay, next. Prosecutors signal criminal charges for Trump are likely. Apparently, um, they've uh, subpoenaed... Hold on a second. This is, the, this is the same headline from like one year ago, two years ago. This is the same headline that I feel like I've read every month for the last two years, Brian, but... but here it's slightly <laughs> different this, this, this doesn't actually, feel okay well every single one link. before this has been clickbait let me tell you why this one isn't clickbait. 
<laughs> Sell me. Sell you. Uh, Benhan District Attorney's office recently signaled uh, Donald Trump lawyers that he could face criminal charges for his role in the payment of uh, hush money for porn star, um, what the, whatever her name is, uh, Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels. Um, uh, the prosecutors offered chance to testify next week before the grand jury. Now, every online video that talks about this. Uh, wait, wait, hold on a second. Are we talking about Trump or one of his lawyers? No, Trump. Trump for his payment oh. to Stormy Daniels. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, all of the, the online channels basically say a prosecutor is ready to bring like all of their, uh, you know, all their investigation to like to a trial. And the last step of those is is um, offering the, the defendant uh, be able to testify at the grand jury. Like that is the last step before you officially bring charges. So this is, you know, if you're because because the whole idea is that if they do say, I do want to testify the grand jury, you want to have all of your ducks in a row to be able to ask them. So you need to, you, you basically have to be ready for the trial by the time you 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 send this out. Now, maybe they know Trump won't and and they're playing the odds. But I, my guess is that they wouldn't mess that up on some rant. You know what I mean? Like this, this is like a legitimate signal that charges are coming. And this is the ready, this is they're ready to lock they're ready to lock and load. Yes. So um this um would be kind of a big deal. Uh Trump um has gone on his uh what's that other social media platform? Truth to social irony social media. Right, right. Uh and exclaimed that that he never slept with Stormy Daniels after there's Twitter posts before that being, you know, basically signaling the opposite because that's what Trump does. Did right. he straight up brag about it at various yeah, times? Yeah, like uh, even... so, you know, and 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 I believe all of these things do kind of hurt him in a court in some way because they kind of openly tarnish the character of someone when they're like, "Yeah, I did," but no, I didn't. It's like you know, not that there aren't a, a I, I must imagine you know a hundred thousand things that you could use to tarnish the character. I feel like a lot of times when people lie, if it's not um, directly related to the cases at hand, none of it comes in, and I think he's giving fuel to the DA, although. Who knows if they even need it at this point? But it, this all sounds promising, right? I just want to know how the fuck they even pick a jury. Oh, that <laughs> that, that is. They have to. They have to pluck people out of like hibernation that they yeah, like exactly. for th this time. Like I want to volunteer to be like. Yeah, it's like were you for twenty years and like <laughs> so so I could pick. Yeah, it's like did you, you vote? Were you found in a glacier? Yeah, uh, animated, or were you raised by a pack of wolves? Yeah, because otherwise you you don't qualify. This is where I'm going to find out the the government the secret government program where they've raised people in isolation in a bunker somewhere that have no understanding of the news, but publicly read and write so they can bring them out to to try a, a pro former president because they're like it's, this is basically impossible. It's, it's anybody where, it's, like no, go ahead. It's where you find out that the little Men in Black memory eraser device exists because yeah. like this is the only way we can select a jury you have to accept that we're going to erase the last eight years of your memory and anybody disconnected from the world enough to be unbiased on this is the sort of person you wouldn't want any place close to like a jury it's the exact place that donald trump wants <laughs> like those are the exact people he wants on a jury that he'll call rubes right yeah he's, so he's great with the low intelligence well so he um uh so it centers around the 130 grand payment to Stormy Daniels, um, who had an affair with, allegedly had an affair with Mr. Trump. Um, and the payment was made by Michael Cohen, um, who was later reimbursed. So, yeah. So what's like, what's like the illegal part of it? Is like hush money illegal? I'm like legitimately unclear. Um, did he use 
campaign money i i, I yeah, actually i'm with you brian i don't i don't know what if it's illegal <laughs> uh, because it feels like if it was one of those things that it was like clearly illegal this would have happened a long time ago that it should have been pretty like open and shut uh falsifying business records come out to a crime apparently uh this oh, was not like it's yes. not the crime it's the cover-up yeah. kind yes. of thing yes uh federal case against cohen prosecutor said that mr trump's company falsely accounted for the monthly payments <laughs> right. expenses you, i mean you, what are you, you how, prostitute paying or sorry uh, adult film star actress pay, payment money yeah i don't know i feel like what is that, that that's just gonna go in the books as travel and entertainment <laughs> so yeah it's a a steak dinner um yeah i don't know i don't know what you put in there um but apparently like you said it's you know what is it like getting the mob guy for tax crimes kind of thing right this kind of feels um hey it's something right um it it also it also feels like small potatoes there was some twitter thing that i'm not gonna be able to read retell correctly but they said something like We've been waiting for these indictments for so long that every single, any possible indictment at this point will inherently feel anticlimactic. Like, even if it goes through, like, everything's like, oh, yeah, whatever, who cares? Like, because, like, the anticipation for it's been, been happening for so long that uh, that nothing can live up to it. So, well, it feels like at this point, we're just, we should be allowed to indict him. And, like, it's like, well, what's the indictment? It's like, fucking, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Prosecutors of the charges, you know, yeah. period. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you know it's, why. It's, it's, it, it, it's the come on attack. It's like, yeah, exactly. Come on. <laughs> because of course he's fucking indicted. That's why. <laughs> um, like it, it, it boils down to the, like, if we as a society can't agree that he belongs in jail, what are we really doing here? So interesting, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. We'll see if we'll, uh, we'll see if it'll happen. Um, does this, um, does this run bar you from running for president? No. He's already said he's not going to stop running for president. Well, if something were to actually um, go through. Actually, can you be a felon and be president? I don't know. Probably. I don't know. Uh, Did you see the, the Pence throwing him under the bus? Yeah. Yeah, it only took fucking Three two years. years. Two years and and like all of the other signals saying that maybe Trump isn't, you know, doesn't have the quite the amount of power. It's clear. A lot of power. Just diminished, diminished power. Right. Um Pence is the last. Pence, Pence is the sailboat in last place. He he, sh- he shifted his sails. <laughs> is Pence the late. marker? Is yeah. Pence the marker? He's, he's the canary in the coal mine on on Trump. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's like the fifteenth no, he, yeah. canary, right? Like, no, the, yeah, he's the guy who he's the guy who died in the coal mine because he didn't listen <laughs> yeah. to the fucking canary. Everybody yeah. else is like, we gotta get off this bus, and he's like, nah, I think this bus is pretty good. Yeah, on the barbecue bus, Will. Yeah, he's, exactly. he's still on the barbecue bus. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah, and, and, and of course, like the, just the the weasel word nonsense of like, oh yeah, like two years ago, Trump almost got me and like my family and stuff like hurt or killed. Like, well, yeah, no, duh. You could have said something two years ago when he was getting impeached. He's like, I still thought I had political viability back then, and I could have spun this. It's like, like did you? Oh, wait, is there like truth serum in the air or something? You're just you're just stating that out loud. Yeah, he's uh he's an awful person. So. You yes know. oh yes yes he is mr um i was having um y- discussions with constitutional lawyers on the efficacy efficacy of of rejecting electorates from states because because you know i was here to protect the republic and not and not look for a fucking loophole to actually go along with donald trump's plan right like 
like you were having these discussions because you 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 wanted to confirm the right thing to do was to reject Donald Trump's plan. Like, no, Guys, you I, were I literally check... like, give me anything that doesn't get me in trouble and I'll do it. And they couldn't find something. That was it. I had to, I had to check with my lawyers to see if this coup was legal. <laughs> um, and, and it uh, turns out this coup was illegal. We've thought about it a hundred different ways and I can't find it. Therefore, I'm actually, yeah. I am actually anti-coup, but, <laughs> but, but only but, after I had all of these discussions right before the coup happened. It's but like- only Ill- only yeah. illegal coups right to be clear if it uh, was a legal coup i was on board right yes or, or legitimate political discourse if if anyone here sees a loophole uh please send to i really <laughs> want a coup <laughs> yeah yeah um and uh blah 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 what else about him all right well that was that was one fun thing um in his orbit i mean price i think all the next news is basically all people around his orbit man he platforms so many awful people um uh let's talk about hold donald trump accountable what's that that that, that's his like full quote uh yeah uh right 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 um so one person although i think this is happening a little bit more but this is one that hit the headlines former lawyer jenna ellis uh censured by colorado judge for false statements she is the one that went on news and uh i guess the big point being that she acted in representation of donald trump said oh yeah false statements um in the news and she has officially um i won't say necessarily apologized i think that's a strong word uh admitted that these were not a hundred percent truthful which is i think how they say it was a lie right um but she was censured not disbarred um you know because lawyers protect lawyers i know that's gonna give me some heat but you know <laughs> i mean wait really what that's that's gonna get you heat no it's not gonna get me heat the the the, the lawyers protect lawyers like policemen protect policemen got me heat which is it, which is an extreme mm. statement. Yeah, okay. <laughs> See that? That's the one that gets is that, me. Is that super extreme? I mean, it's, I, it, no, let's be clear. Without being, without being right, like organizations protect people inside their own organization. Like I, that is true in every organization. I, I I think the obvious like reason it's not is because police beat people to death and then protect those people, and lawyers don't protect people who beat people to death. But there is kind of a a uh, wall kind of thing. Uh, uh, um, to be clear, lawyers do protect people would be people like that. <laughs> okay like, now, now you're that's, you that's are their job you are <laughs> this is not you you are using my words in a different context there <laughs> anywho she was censured so also i really love that like there's somehow like well like, like the police officer beat that guy to death and all jenna ellis did was try to overthrow the government <laughs> right right that's why um you know, disbarred feels like the least they could have done. Um, somehow, uh, she must have a really good attorney who's obviously not her who got her just to be censored. Uh, so, so, um, but it's, I think, a public mark and hopefully it limits her career. But we all know that these people can probably just take some random speaking but, engagement as a blah, yeah, blah, blah. Does, yeah. Does Jenna Ellis work as an attorney any, anymore? I don't know. Apparently, before this, she, she handled like traffic tickets, like, you know. It, it, this does She's really just, feel like working with Trump is this kind of like wild, like, hey, if you're a nobody, you could end up making a lot of money. You just got to deal with the fact that people probably hate you and your family probably will as well. Yeah, she's just like the OANN or Newsmax fucking legal correspondent. Yeah, right. That I don't know. Yeah, still, it's something. I'm sure, I'm sure she's doing fine with or without her law license. I mean, no one wants to be censured, right? But this seems like a very mild slap on the wrist um, it, fe- it feels like in that 
in, in that circle, that would be like a badge of honor. Right. And it's not like you can, you have to stop practicing law. So I don't think you do. I think it's like uh, it is publicly available and maybe there's in theory some negative consequences as a result. But yeah, it's like being censured by Congress. Like, yeah, it looks bad if you care about looking bad. But if right. you don't care about looking bad, who right. gives a shit? Right. Um, more information around the oh Christ, I don't even know an article to link to this. I just know it came out recently ish uh, around the testimony of uh remember the testimony around january 6th there was that person that came out and was like the big trump supporter who came out anti-trump what's her name uh you know what we're talking about right the girl like kind of youngish i don't know if she was like an aide but she was like she was in the trump orbit and she talked yeah, a lot. she was uh patrick uh yes 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 uh secretary yes not, not secretary like like secretary, direct like second like, in command yeah, like, or something it's like, like yeah. so, someone like was very close and and apparently you know uh, more information has come out, and I think investigations yeah, have been opened into the yeah. lawyers. Who it turns out there is communication where where they basically said, "Hey, um, if they ask you about these things with Trump, yeah, just don't talk about that." And and apparently, you cannot, as a lawyer, advise your client to commit um, perjury or break the law. And they were like, "Yeah, if, if the Congress like uh, asks you to to um, respond to a subpoena, like to, to testify before Congress, not to subpoena." The, what other thing is to testify before Congress that like just ignore that, uh, don't worry about it. Like nothing's gonna happen to you. And yeah, so this all came out a long time ago that she was being pressured. I thought uh, that she was being pressured, but I thought that uh, like they didn't have that direct evidence from like her lawyer saying that. Or was I that felt, old? I felt and, like when she testified, that that kind of came out. Um, also, I can't remember her name. Cassidy Hutchinson. Yeah, there you go. Um, there was a maybe I'm missing what the update was. I don't know. Uh, in recent weeks, Why Trump's they, attorneys have asked the court uh, to bar specific counsel, I'm sorry, special counsel Jack Smith from using testimony from former White House counsel Pat Salmoni and other former deputy uh, Patrick uh, Philbin as evidence in Smith's ongoing investigation in the events around January 6th. What What is this? Pat, what? What's his name? Cipollone. Cipollone. Oh, I was real close. Cause no, you, I thought you just said it. I thought you literally said it. Cipollone, right? Yeah. I, did, I wait, did you I say Cipollone? I, I think, I, mean, I, think yeah. I called him an onion. <laughs> Um, um, both Cipollone and Philbin were part of blah, blah, blah. Uh, Trump's previously undisclosed attempt to suppress the lawyer's testimonies, uh, adds yet another dimension to the ongoing efforts by the legal team to, sh to slow the fast paced development of the Smith investigation. All right. Um, yeah, never mind. I think I was, um, remembering the wrong part of that story, but yeah, I guess, uh, I, you're right. What, I think a lot of it was known, but why did they even have hearings when it was just like some tourists getting, <laughs> Getting a guided tour. So around. let's go to that. Why, why are you bringing that up, Will? Why, why, why say that? What do you think? Who are you thinking about when you when that comes to mind? <laughs> little, little, little baby Tuck Tuck. Little baby Tuck Tuck. What did what do you say? Uh, he said that there was obvious that they revered the the Capitol because they formed queues <laughs> to walk through. They're very orderly in how they like walked through the broken windows. Um, and like took pictures outside of offices and selfies. And it was, they were just tourists. It was not, they weren't terrorists or a mob. They were just like real big fans of the Capitol. Is and this like, we're, and we're, and we're sad that it was closed. What was so, that, right? Is it, is there, I, I haven't, I've intentionally not followed any of this. So I have no idea what actually went to air or not. Yes. That's basically what went to air is, uh, selected footage. So, right. I knew it was going to be. I knew. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Why so don't you summarize? Is, is, is Kevin McCarthy as part of the deal he struck to become speaker? Um, <laughs> part of that deal was that he had to release 
all of the security footage from the Capitol building to Tucker Carlson. Um, Yeah. And so he did that and Tucker Carlson and the Fox news team uh, selectively edited it so that there was no, you know, it's it's 10,000 hours. uh, Anything you're going to do from from thousands, you know, hundreds or thousands of of security cameras. Um, Yeah. Selectively edited it to make it appear that January 6th didn't really happen. It was just an orderly, tourist engagement like you know vis- visiting the capitol building yeah it was just, it was just a a guided tour by the by the q shaman and and who was it amplified by will by elon musk yep elon musk retweeted with the statement free jacob chansley who i believe is the q anon show yes nice masks off okay. i mean it is uh it is impressive right it is impressive um I guess he just feels that there is no consequence at this point. And, uh, you know, Twitter's dying. Why don't I just have a tantrum and 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 stir up controversy? Because that's all I know how to do, right? It just feels like he has one mode and he doesn't know how to get out of that mode. Sorry, I know I went from Tucker Carlson and Elon Musk, but... but but Twitter's year-over-year um, growth is negative 40%. Yeah. That's pretty rough. Right, which uh, Elon would say, you know, is a woke conspiracy driven uh to to hurt the right um but you know he's um he's independent right? he's not he doesn't lean either way he he just sees the he's, truth. A, he's a centrist yeah yeah um the left ran away from me i didn't move yep yep yeah yeah so uh, this all and marjorie taylor green is starting a congressional hearing about whether or not the january 6th defendants were mistreated in prison it's i don't know i don't I don't even know how to explain how fucking crazy all this is. Yeah, they're doing their investigation, you know, happy hour, and and they're they're opening investigations everywhere. Um, they, I guess, are just hoping for the sound bites. I think ultimately, a lot of these investigations will show them to be idiots, but no one's gonna. They're betting on the idea that no one's gonna watch the hearings. People are just gonna wait for the sound bites for Fox News to play, and and you know, you can say anything at those hearings, and if the if the, if the response is hear all the hear the 20 reasons why it's completely wrong it doesn't matter right the, the the statement gets played and and there you go right so so i think they're betting on all of that right yeah this is all just going to be the the audience that they're playing this for is just going to digest this or consume this from uh fox news newsmax and oh yeah right 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 where you know fox news um all of their like internal text messages in the dominion case uh, are now all public uh, for the most part and you can see how like in the background they all knew that they were frauds but yeah. we're too afraid of losing viewers to not be frauds right this is the like dominion lawsuit text you just said right like that's yeah that exactly. is what's brian do you know about this you're 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 the yeah, you're the protagonist of this podcast brian do you do you want us to explain it <laughs> you're, you're, the, you're the audience standing you're the audience standing <laughs> no no unfortunately I, I know about this yeah so so tuck uh least internally to other people uh hates trump with a passion um they think sydney powell is a goddamn moron they they want you know they think the january 6th was a terrible thing for for the right and that you know he's an idiot for what he did right blah 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 blah. it's like it's like what a a destroyer yeah 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 um further further information has come out around um uh Oh, and that all their viewers are idiots. Yes, yes. Um, I saw I saw a tweet that said like the way that 
the right thinks that the left talks about them is, is how, how they Fox, talk who about knows them. Fox Fox News uh, hosts actually talk about them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's actually really good. Yeah, kind of Fox in the Hen House or whatever kind of thing. Um, yeah, so not only that, uh, Fox News bosses um, scolded reporters who challenged false Fox false election claims. Like there are there are notes where um, you know. News guys have to be careful how they cover this rally. This is a direct quote from Murdoch, right? Uh, the narrative should be this is a huge celebration of the president. Um, and and uh, this guy who is this um, uh, director at one of the news things, when when they reported and pushed back on some of the like MAGA people during some interviews, he was told by his supervisor to cut that out. So they were basically told to stop fact checking and stop, you know, trying to de- to deliver news at the end of the day right i don't know how fox i don't know how fox remains a a news company after this i don't you know that word is meaningless legally. but but yeah like I, look the idea of the marketplaces of ideas is that when you spread ideas that are obviously lies that people stop listening to but that's not the case that's it people like hearing this they're going to continue wanting to hear it uh that's true i that's wish true. i could do that for like all of my problems is just only just like, imagine that they don't exist. Exactly. They just just just, just constantly get reinforcement from like no. You don't have cancer. That's just a it's liberal, just a, it's just it's a, a liberal, liberal conspiracy. Plot. It's a liberal conspiracy to get you to take medication. Cancer doesn't actually exist. So like, well, why am I shitting blood? So that that's from the that's from those those vaccines that you took. Yeah. It's from not it's from not donating enough. <laughs> yeah. So um um Fox is in on it. I don't think any of us are surprised. I don't think any of us thought yeah, Honestly. it's like, like we there's really nothing illegal about just openly spreading disinformation and propaganda and lies like that. It's just there's no real repercussions. Well, we do have designations of news agencies and it's news really- shows as opposed to opinion shows. Like there are there isn't there's an idea of a, Tucker, but Tucker's already well on that side of the fence. Tucker's right? opinion. Tucker's opinion. This isn't about yeah. My point on the news was yeah, was because when no, they were oh, sure. the news organizations not to cover the news. That that was yeah, my point. Because no reasonable person could believe that Tucker is serious about right. the I mean, things he says. Uh, 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 who who's quoted for that? Tucker Carlson. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Between like my faith in the First Amendment might be drying up here. Like, how do we? How do I just get on the right side of authoritarianism? <laughs> You're starting to get it. Well, it's like I'm starting to get this whole right right wing crap. I'm starting to see it. Yeah, um, yeah. It's 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 super. It's I don't super know, maybe Mao had the right idea. <laughs> so so, <laughs> but I think this goes to like you know how how it and I don't mean to hammer on this point too too much, but but how it how little you know you actually have to try to do this successfully. So like you guys know who Dennis Prager is yeah Prager yes. you man he's Prager you right like guy who who wants to be able to have sex with his wife no matter what state she's in at any time of the day because it's her duty and you know if she doesn't want to then she really just needs to know that he needs this and blah 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 right uh also weirdly talks about i think um you know he's one of those people that weirdly fights for like the lower age of consent kind of thing in a way that like you know is a little weird speaking of quick quick uh interjection here um uh lauren bobert's gonna be a grandma at 36 years old because her son impregnated a 14 year old when asked how old you know the seven the 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 mother will be of her 17 year old son's future child the answer she gave is older than 14 
Does that mean she's 14? Is 14 and a half 14? Is that is 14 oh, yeah, and a half older uh, than 14? 100 percent Okay. I'm, okay. I'm guessing in Colorado. I haven't looked this up, but I'm guessing the age of consent is 14. Jesus. Yeah. Sex ed's bad. 36 years old. She's gonna be a grandma. Proud of it. Super proud because he didn't have an abortion. Right. Right. Or she didn't have an abortion. You get your you get you really you get your MAGA card when you when that happens, right? You get your it's lifetime fetus, achievement right? award um for doing stuff like that. Um whatever. Bristol Palin had like 17 kids. Yeah, that's uh it's it is kind of like a competition. Um I remember watching, I remember I I remember remember that show that all the kids, like two parents, Jim well, it's, Bob, it's like tw- two 20, first names. Tw- 23 and me. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching it for a little bit. Isn't it no, isn't it like it's up it's like 19 and something like it's the Duggars, right? Yeah, yeah, that them. And like, you know, I, I think statistically you were gonna run into this, like but that. one of them was like a pedophile and would like blah blah blah, all these horrible things with the sisters, and like the parents were like, Oh no, he's just he's trying to figure out the best way to, you know, do with faith and I don't know, whatever. They just, you know, they buried it and buried it. And yeah. Yeah, they're awful people. But um, but I remember like watching that show and I watched it for a season or two, and I remember like the mom, like uh Oh, but not that you care, Brian, but I'm just going to a little like she was always like so pleasant on screen. But like the, the kids came out later, like when the cameras were off, she just run around screaming, beating them with like um, like spoon paddles and just like like physical like uh, abuse was just like rampant there. But um, I would uh, I would be be ha- pleasantly surprised if a parent of 17, 18 or 19 children did anything short of actually killing them. So I'm not going to throw any stones from my glass house on that one. Well, I feel uh, like if you have 19 kids, the state should intervene. Right. Like you're doing it wrong. <laughs> like doing it wrong. Like, uh, this, is, this is not a, you know, you're, you're allowed to not have kids. Right. 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 You're but there was a point in the episode where, where like she heard like of like some other mother who just had their like 20th kid. And she like, she, she like, like there was like this look that like, oh, that I, you know, that's not acceptable. That I need, stand. I need to be the one that has the most kids kind of thing. Like she got like all like, it wasn't like, oh, I'm happy. It was like, Oh really? She went and did that? Like you know, it was just like, oh right, it's, it's just a competition, right? Whoever has the most money, whoever has the most kids, it's always a competition. So he was a congressman. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Oh yeah. no, 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 he was in the Arkansas House. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was in government. He was. He had a yeah. not, not, not from federal. Um, um, for four years. Yeah, not very long. Yeah, and then they spent a ton of time covering up all the sexual assault his their son did against their daughters. It's uh, it's lovely. Um. It was the son against the daughters. Oh, oh yeah, Jesus. yeah. He like molested oh, yeah, like was, yeah, all the bad. kids, and like the parents knew they would like tell the kids like tricks to like avoid him. You know, uh, yeah. It's that. It's that bad. Um, I anyways. just 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 for reference, that would be on the other side of that line that I'm okay. With. <laughs> oh, what would it, Brian? Oh, so you're allowed to. Throw oh, to be clear, that they one? didn't beat him. They beat they beat the girls. They didn't beat him. Just be very. Yeah, clear. yeah. I see where this is going. Okay. All right. Um. You know, because they worship God, so everything's good. Um, Sarah Cobie Sanders uh, signs law loosening child labor law protections. Um, apparently, because why, why the fuck not? Uh, the law the law eliminates requirements for the state to validate uh, to verify the age of children younger than sixteen before they can take a job. Um, uh, you know, so it, it, you know they just want everything to be a Christian work camp, right? Um, it, somehow this is helping kids um, and parents. I don't, you know. Um, She's gone. I don't know if she ever wasn't this, but she's gone full ideologue and blah blah blah. And I don't know if there was a moment I mean, where she wasn't this, but uh, her dad was too. He seemed to. He probably would have backed all these things. He probably just never got to be able to do it. I don't think he. Uh, yeah, you weren't allowed to. You weren't allowed to say the quiet part out loud. When right. They're saying the quiet part out loud, and they're doing the. They're doing the things. So um, yeah. yeah. 
I don't know. MTG's fucking national divorce might like that sounds like a good idea to me too right now. I just don't have the energy for for this right now. <laughs> like yeah, just the no Ar- Arkansas. Like yeah, you you can go with them. Take the car. It'll be fine. We'll 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 wait and then and then uh when this inevitably fails, um we'll get you back at half the price. Um right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh awful awful things going on over there uh the 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 cpac another random thing cpac um no trump means no trump basically i thought us trump didn't go i'm almost positive trump was the headline cpac is the MAGAcon. desantis didn't go maybe there's desantis didn't go i thought it was uh trump 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 was definitely there trump led it okay um it was basically empty well, that's the thing. So I thought, thought I thought Trump didn't go. There was people that would would not show up, and so it like started to create a fracture. Like CPAC was supposed to be this place where like they all huddled around, and this year there's like fracturing happening. And I thought it was Trump didn't win. And DeSantis did. I'm sorry, I had it flipped. So DeSantis didn't go, and Trump did. But like it's causing this fracture, and apparently CPAC attendance, like when you see um the when you when you were watching it, you know it it would be like the the the, the seats were packed and everything, and now they were like it was just vacancies everywhere. Like there was a massive like under under um you know, under attendance, right, from from the people showing up. And it's probably probably because of this kind of fracturing that's happening in the Republican Party right now between Trump and DeSantis. So kind of good, oh, I mean, kind of good news. Like 100%, it's like the MAGA forces and the, and the what do we call it, the rest, the like mainstream Republican? DeSantis is not mainstream. DeSantis is pretty, he's a nut job. This is the guy that, you know, they have reports, he was, you know, uh, uh, uh Guantanamo Bay he was like he he was reports he was part of the the people went Did down say there Guantanamo Bay no Guantanamo Bay Guantanamo 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 right am I no, saying it right Gitmo is the is the nickname that's what Guantanamo. I'm doing I'm Guantanamo Guantanamo <laughs> he was one that went down there and you know it's not like we we have uh a prisoner testimony saying that like during the 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 torturing he was seen to be like enjoying it not like he was doing the torturing but he wanted to be in the room when it was happening like like this guy's okay. nuts this guy is i'm not i'm not i'm not debating or refuting that uh this guy uh his dating tactic was he would he would go on dates with women and he would say something that was obviously wrong he would like do this obviously wrong mispronunciation of a word and he would do it a few times during the night. And if the woman ever said, oh, I don't think that's how you say it. I think this is the right pronunciation. He would end the date immediately because he never wanted to have a wife who would ever disagree with him, even when he was wrong. I'm going to try that now. This is, that might be a good tactic. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know how to date. <laughs> that seems like that seems like a good idea. Well, it's like, I, I, I mean, all, all that's fine. But one way or the other, until there's another candidate, he represents the best chance that the non-Trump factions in the Republicans have. Yes. Literally all that I'm saying. Sorry, I thought you were saying who would be better for for like the United States Trump or him and Oh, no. In in my world Trump is so insanely ineffective that he creates so much chaos that like Oh, that's fair. If I had I to pick I... between those two, which I don't like, I feel like Trump is the better person cuz he's so I've historically said that. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. not DeSantis uh, feels more dangerous. That's all I'm getting. That's a that's a that's a New York Times pitch bot thing. Is that if yeah, liberal, if, if 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 uh, if liberals keep telling me how dangerous Ron DeSantis is, I'm going to be forced to vote for Donald Trump a third time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's a good one. Um, 
Yeah. Okay. CPAC. Yeah. Uh, One one of the nice things. So there was a picture of the, um, I don't know, one of the authoritarian bill signings that DeSantis has recently done. Um, Take your pick of which one it was, but uh, showed him wearing some boots with some relatively high heels uh, for boots. They're like, like two and a half inch heels. Um, Is he short? Yeah. He's, he's not a tall guy. And that doesn't sound like gender conforming clothing to me. Well, the part that I'm pretty happy about is apparently Donald Trump has been workshopping Tiny D <laughs> as a nickname. Tiny D. And, I, and like he's he hasn't gotten one to stick for DeSantis. This is like Tiny D will definitely stick. That's a good one. Uh, it's it's so good. Um, yeah. Ron DeSanctimonious, not a good one. Meepo I don't know. I, I see. I really like Ron DeSanctimonious. Yeah, it's it's too it's too much. Yeah. Tiny D oh, is perfect. Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. It's it doesn't it doesn't stick. I just personally like it. Yeah, uh, I definitely want to see both of them get on a debate stage and him just literally just say, "I won't talk to Tiny D." Tiny D, do you got a little uh, you got a little shelf yeah. you're standing on back there? What what do you like? I you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, he, he he would like just ignore the that, questions and be like, "I got a better thing." Instead of I answer this question, why don't we stand next to each other? Just like so show you how short this guy is. Like he would like I could see him just doing all of that. All right. I have not watched a presidential debate in quite some time, but I think I would watch some with like Trump and other Republicans right now. I mean, it was pretty funny the first time around. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even really watch it. When then. when everybody just assumed that Trump would burn himself out. Like let him get his legs in. He's not going to be here tomorrow. We'll talk about Lil Marco. Lil Marco and low energy Jeb. So do you expect Will on this? I mean, assuming they even have a debate. I wonder, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't, but if assuming they did. Oh, yeah. Um. Do you think that they're going to... I think they will 100% have a debate. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I think Nikki Haley drops out by then. Not not getting any... Not securing any any position in any one of their teams. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Nikki Haley drops out and, and says, I will endorse whoever the clear winner is. <laughs> Classic. I'm li- wait, you're literally endorsing placeholder? Yes. <laughs> I believe. Insert nominee here. Just unapologetically, just continue just saying, like, insert here during every single interview. Like, you know, you're just saying, like, a placeholder, right? Like, I don't know why you'd make fun of insert name here in that kind of way. Yeah, I don't I don't know why you'd make fun of Republican nominee. <laughs> <laughs> this is just another example of the blah, blah, blah. Yeah, right. Um, Instead of talking about the real issues that affect Americans, you're busy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about a um about a few months of just tiny D insults that are done on Truth Social and then screenshotted and posted on Twitter. <laughs> what a weird man! So yeah. weird. I mean, what's funny is he's back on he like he's allowed on Twitter. He just he, he doesn't owns truth. So, he owns Truth Social, so he right, can't. <laughs> right. Uh, how much do you think that burns Elon? I, I don't think, think it, I don't, yeah, I don't think it burns him at all. Why would he want to? Why would he want to? share oxygen with somebody else like that he likes being the the, the top dog that's fair that's, that's fair. Like he would he would and, get more and he's also made it really clear he's in the in the in the disanctimonious camp see I, i'm bringing it back i'm gonna keep it really elon's backing uh i didn't know that yeah no he, he's straight up he's very overtly was like trump needs to step aside and like i'm i'm voting republican i'm 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 backing um disanctimonious i really hate that like trump is so crazy that it gives 
room for cover for people to like vote for other crazy people by being like look yes this guy's so fucking crazy like we should take a step away from him as the party and just vote for this crazy guy and they seem reasonable he's for wife beating wednesdays i'm for (laughs) (laughs) i'm only for wife beating in (laughs) august okay like guys (laughs) guys. instead of once a week crazy right he's crazy yeah um how much do you think it burns Trump that like the engagement of his truths are probably a hundred X on Twitter than they are on truth social. Yeah. I, I don't know where that's going, but it is, I don't think truth, uh, truth social is taking off in any serious way. Right. Like you can get an injection from a bunch of Uber right leaning people who want to give it a shot, but like they can't, they won't fund it forever. You know, I wonder if Ron DeSantis has a truth social account. I wonder if he's allowed to. Probably not. Is Ron DeSantis in Truth Social's terms of service? Uh, right, well, what else we got? You you showed a poll of uh, welfare. You want to talk about that? No, no. It's, uh, oh my cat. What? What I do? <laughs> no, no, the the poll is yeah. so ridiculous. Um, yeah, no, it was just a poll from like YouGov or something like that uh, that stated that seventy one percent of Americans believe that we should spend more money helping the poor. Um, but if you change the wording to welfare instead, that number is now 31%. Oof. Now that's, that's marketing, baby. Yeah. And it, I mean, it, everything it, I needed to know about that was like the Obamacare versus like enumerating out aspects of the program. Would you like all these things? Like, a thousand percent. Would you want Obamacare? No. Obamacare is these things. I still don't want it. It's not even enumerating <laughs> out. It's just calling it the ACA. Right. Yes. It's like. Are you okay with the Affordable Care Act? Yes. Are you okay with Obama? Are you okay with Obamacare? No. The Obamacare is the Affordable Care Act. I'm not okay with the like they, they. You know what I mean? Or they would look at you and be like, "Oh, you don't know what you're talking about." Or yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Uh... No, it's depressing to me because like it is the one thing that Republicans are so good at that Democrats just can't seem to manage is branding. And yeah, when they come up with the brand, it's like all cops are bastards or something. Like great, great one, guys. Yeah, That's that a was, great one. Uh... That wasn't, let's be clear, that was not the Democrats. That was the. Yeah, defund the police. Yeah, we should definitely run with that fucking slogan in an election year. It's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that was not a good, uh, that is not a good election campaign. I was trying to throw the softball version, but yeah. Yeah, you you were you were on board with defund the police. I am, but I'm not running for <laughs> No, government. you thought it was a good message. You were like, yeah. Yeah, I thought, I thought defund the police. I, I, I think I, I liked what people were thinking about it, but. I, I have to I have to re come back and say that both of those messages are ultimately terrible messages. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, how about, regard, like d- defining message, uh, they're terrible at getting you political power as yeah. slogans. They, they're they're really good at losing they're t- political power. They're terrible at even describing the thing they're trying to describe. That's right. They because f- they fail at messages. Like it is clickbait even... that drives you in the wrong direction, and you're like, yeah. no, but there's more nuance. It's just like, yeah, but like, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, anywho, the I don't know. I feel like Democrats tend to. Um, Oh, maybe that's wrong. That's that's wrong. But I was going to say, like, Republicans tend to be really good at negative messaging. Democrats tend to be very bad at negative messaging. And negative messaging tends to, for whatever reason, catch more than positive messaging. So I think it's that a lot of times the like progress requires nuance to explain yeah. it and concert like your intuition, like conservatism works on intuition. Yeah, it's uh, still people, people are resistant migrants, to change. Migrants are a problem. Build a wall. 
Like it's it's obvious, it's clear, it's one-to-one. It's much harder to be like, well, we're kind of talking about economics now and what is the best way we can efficiently reduce the harm that's going on, right? Because there's a difference between people coming and a difference like, you know, goods and, and we want to, we need to like make it as efficient as possible, blah, 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 build a wall, easy. Yeah, and, and Democrats don't hold to like like a simple message from the, from the government rights could be like tax the rich. That's probably like- That's a good one. But 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 they won't stick to their guns like the yeah, Republicans some, will. Yeah, because then half of them will be like, no, eat the rich. Well, like, oh, no. That's all we're trying to do. Like, oh, <laughs> the guys, the fucking you're bringing guys, out this. The, it's too much. The steak it's sauce much. and the knives. And I'm just saying, yeah. we gotta, no, I think that when they say tax the rich, they get put in the hotspot. Uh, by some reporter and they're like well i don't you know like they'll immediately be like that's not you know that's just a saying you know what i mean they won't be they'll just immediately like fall off of it where the other side would be like no but just build the wall like i don't know why we're talking about it. just build the wall right like yeah, no the, the reporter will ask him like doesn't that like uh wealth redistribution and then they'll immediately backpedal yeah i can't say the s word uh so <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know in second thought why don't we give the rich a little bit more just just for their time just for, <laughs> for for being such a bother about this right 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 uh would you would you like to distribute uh uh resources we're not, um we're not giving them a tax break we're just reimbursing them for their lobbying dollars <laughs> they had to spend all that money on lobbying we're just giving them like hey just it's an expense just deduct it what was the silicon valley quote are you saying uh we should be <laughs> We should be pitying the billionaires or something like that, or or billionaires are in a press class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they called it. My judge called yeah. it because, uh, yeah, apparently they are. Um, what else we got? Uh, here's uh, one. I, I got it. I got it. I got to bounce. It's... All right, all right, Brian. I got like two minutes left, but uh, yeah, I'll tell you this oh, one. Okay. And then, and this one hits close, uh, not to you guys, but to a listener. I will call out that Boy Meets World actor Ben Savage announces congressional bid. <laughs> that related to well a do, listener do, 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 do you might think if, actually if you went, know if, this person and if he wins, be friends with him she, on instagram if, if, oh, wow. if he wins do you think that she made the wrong the wrong choice oh i think she'll be second guessing a lot of things if she went if he wins yeah, <laughs> yeah. like yeah yeah so uh that's uh interesting uh you know if uh, you should run you should run against him yeah <laughs> <laughs> Just for just for for your you know oh, for he's yeah yeah so um, I think you have to actually like that's, I, like that's a, what's a requirement the, the gauntlet's been thrown <laughs> I should take this as a direct <laughs> attack oh man where is he running is it against like he's it's, uh, like, it's against Jim and his girlfriend's heart <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's looking to uh, uh, replace uh, Schiff. Yeah, because he's running for Senate. Yep. For Feinstein. Oh, wow. Okay. You got to move to California, Jim. Got to move. We're moving. I'm moving. Pulling him out. (laughs) You may have had Dr. Feeney. But I have four listeners. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was a random nothing. That was just because. Um, If he wins, he'll be in that seat forever. That is a safe fucking seat. Yeah. You, you, You don't get supplanted by the other side on that. You just, you're right. You probably just decide not to run anymore. And that's how you get out of there. Do you think? Do you think he realized, like, oh my, like I'm never gonna have another acting job, so I probably should just transition this into to something else. I I don't. Wasn't he part of the the new? I, I don't know where that new spinoff is. The the new one. There what? was a there's a re a reboot or a next generation 
You know, they did like the next generation full house. There's a next generation. I, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. There's a, so I, I, he's just boy meets I, world. I, I doubt it went far. I don't know. It's probably like, oh, it's girl meets world. I think, I think I know this. I know this. I just can't remember it. Girl meets world. He's, in, he's in something called girl in the shed. I don't think that's the same thing. <laughs> he was in a movie called girl meets boy. Oh, maybe this was, maybe this uh, ended. Maybe that's why. To your point. Oh yeah, Girl Meets World, yeah. 2014, 2017. Yeah, so I had like three, two, three seasons. Yeah, and everything between Boy Meets World and that was like one-off episodes. Who knows? Maybe it had a really good contract and made a killing. Um, you know, it's funny those shows when we were young. Like that, this one was actually like six seasons, but there's a couple shows where I was like, man, that show went on forever, and I look back and it was like three seasons. And I'm like, I could have sworn that show went on forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, six seasons, I guess, is the is always you the know, goal, you, right? you know what I think is funny. In like my mind, there's like there's this like vague like oh Jim's competing against this guy. I got to shit on his his television career. It's like what like what is that about? Yeah, like, well, of course I don't. I'm uh, I I really do like the energy. I'm gonna be honest yeah. with you. I really do appreciate it from the bottom I gotta of my def- heart. I got to defend Jim's honor here. I, I'm I I do love that. That is exactly where you went and nowhere else. It is <laughs> not like, like where did Rational Will go? He's gone. This is yet. this is not Rational Will. <laughs> yeah. This guy wants to run for Congress. Screw this guy better, who's trying to do better, better in the world. He's probably trying to do better in the world. For, yeah. Forget him. We need to take him out now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, Brian. So I know you had to go, but that was that was my last. That was my last thing. I'm not going to be around next week. I'm going to be in Colorado skiing. Nice. Talking about my own congressional bid. Um, and uh, so we'll do it maybe in two weeks. Does that sound good, guys? Nice. Great. Yeah. Enjoy the ski trip. Yeah. Awesome. Um, All right. I'll see you guys later. Good night. Good night.